one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Backstage update on previous WWE plans for several release superstars. Samurai Del Sol has heat in AEW. Teams announced finally for WWE Survivor Series. Hello, good morning, welcome to What Culture Wrestling here with me, Andrew Pollard, on a Sunday, the solo Sunday news. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Nice comments. Nice comments are always better than bad comments. So, you know, just saying. Uh, but yeah, thanks for stopping by. I hope you're having a great Sunday. Whatever you've got planned today, I hope it goes cool. If you've got nothing planned, even better. Sometimes there's nothing better than just sitting on the sofa doing nothing whatsoever with a Sunday. So whatever you're doing, have a good one. But wrestling news, that's what we're here for. It is what culture wrestling. After all, it is a Sunday. I'm a little bit hoarse. So apologies if this sounds all weirdly rasp. Um, but yeah, Fightful Select has, has got an update on some of the recent releases from WWE. Of course, we saw, what was it, 18 uh, wrestlers let go this past week, which is... <sighs> but, but that's been covered in lots of other videos. If you've not seen it, I think it was Friday's news. Uh, Wilborn, Adam Wilborn went on a brilliant rant about this, and Andy Mori, um, which they do this far more justice than I ever could. But anyway, um, of those releases, some of those were, well, Karrion Cross, there was Scarlett Bordeaux, there was Mia Yim, and there was Keith Lee. They were just four of the 18. And I'm fightful updates that the two, well, in terms of Keith Lee and Karrion Cross, the more recent things we see from them in TV in terms of Bearcat Keith Lee or Keith Bearcat Lee and Karrion Cross's full gladiator, uh, Quang gear, I, it's just the, the, the Sultan, whatever we saw from Karrion Cross. Uh, supposedly that, that, funnily enough, was not the talent's ideas, those changes. Uh, this was a call that was made by WB Creative to go with the Keith Bearcat Lee. I know at the time it was reported that Keith Lee had, it was his idea was the Bearcat thing. Um, and then since he's been released, he's taken to Twitter to kind of say, nah, it wasn't. Uh, also, Karrion Cross has taken to Twitter to basically to trash the helmet that he had to wear as part of the, the Gladiator shtick. Uh, so the, this report from Fightful adds that there was a lot of people backstage who were kind of pushing to not change Karrion Cross because that really works in NXT. Whether you like Karrion Cross or not, I know he's a, 
Uh, he's a bit of a Marmite wrestler in terms of people seem to really like him or people just don't care. But regardless of your thoughts on him in, in that sense, there's no dispute that what he had in NXT, that act visually looked amazing. Just him coming to the ring, the music playing, the fog, uh, Scarlet with him. It was just, it was a really cool act. So you move him to Raw and you strip back the entrance, you take away the smoke, you take away Scarlet. Uh, then you put him in this weird like gimp suit. Uh, and it's like, wonder why that didn't work. Um, but yeah, this Fightful update says that a lot of people backstage were kind of pushing WWE to to not change anything with Karrion Cross, which obviously they didn't listen to and they did. Uh, and also those same people are saying that any problems that came from, say, Keith Bearcat Lee or Karrion Cross in terms of those characters, it wasn't down to the performance. It was down to the, the, the creative that they were given. And I think we could all agree that, yeah, the Keith Bearcat Lee thing, I think, could have maybe worked, but we'll never know because it was given, what, three weeks on TV and or whatever, and then the guy with the poor guy was fired. Uh, Karrion Cross, that was... That was never going to work. I and mean, you just feel so sorry for that guy. Uh, another part of this story as well, from like I said, from Fightful, is that Scarlet was being looked at. We'd heard this before uh, for, for a spot on Raw or SmackDown as a wrestler. Um, but that was quickly sidelined is the, the word that's here. I don't know whether... I, you, don't, you don't know with WWE. It could have been just somebody... Oh, I don't know. She caught somebody on the wrong day and they've just gone, nah, we're not using her. And then she just sits out and people take to Twitter crying out for it to be put with Karrion Cross. It never, ever happens. Uh, also, with Mia Yim, there were tentative plans to do something with her, uh, either on Raw or SmackDown. And several times those plans, when they came up, they'd be changed and it'd be dropped. And she, uh, after after being traded, after Retribution ended and she was quietly traded to SmackDown with uh, Slapjack, um, nothing happened. We heard that Mia Yim may debut soon on SmackDown and she was going to debut on this show. There was matches where she was going to wrestle. I think it was Natalia was one of the matches uh, and it just never happened. And it's like, Jesus. But anyway, away from those WWE releases and over to Samurai Del Sol, um, who turned up on this week's AW Dynamite with Aerostar to challenge FTR for the AAA World Tag Team Championships. Um, and it, it was a fun match. I mean, it, it was FTR to me, the greatest tag team on the planet. I, I will stand by that. And then you had Aerostar and you had Samurai Del Sol, the former Kalisto, doing some really cool stuff in there as well. And it was it was a fun match. It was a fun match. There was maybe Arrow started a little bit too much at times, but hey, I I, I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, Samurai Del Sol, the big story that came out of this afterwards was he took to, in case you missed it, he took to Twitter um, and basically paid, I guess, paid tribute to to, um, to John Huber, to, to Brody Lee, uh, to Luke Harper, whatever you know him as, where he said that he, I think he said that he, he did a prayer uh, for John before the show uh, to to get him in the right mindset as a, as a tribute to his uh, his sadly deceased friend. Um, now, he got heat for this on Twitter uh, from Chris Jericho, uh, called him out, and, and Amanda Huber as well, because he spelt John wrong in the tweet. It was He spelled it with a H, and there is no H in there. Um, now, for those wondering what the situation is with this, there's, there was, well, the Brian and Vinny show, Brian Alvarez, said that the, the bigger issue here was a lot of people were bothered backstage in AEW, including Amanda Huber, who was upset, because um, because it's a really delicate situation. Um, but it's because that supposedly uh, Amanda was angry because uh, Samurai Del Sol, Kalisto, wasn't necessarily a, a big friend of, of John Huber's. Um, and so it was just seen as maybe he was just dropping that name in uh, just for the sake of dropping that name in um, and she said that he well this all this story from the observer says that Amanda had not heard from Kalisto Samurai Del Sol for, for years her or John uh, and that he didn't check up on, on John when he was obviously he was extremely ill uh, before his sad passing um, and people have compared this to Miro because Miro put uh, some tweets out um, I, I think it was just after John had passed um, where he said he was just 
obviously paid tribute to his friend, but he spelled Brody wrong. Uh, he spelled it with a Y instead of an IE, and people say, well, what's the difference here? Um, but the, the other story of this is uh, Miro was very close with him and, and checked up on Amanda every day, well, most days, and, and the kids. So it's, it's, it's a, like I said, it's a very delicate situation because we won't know the ins and outs of this. I mean, the fact that it's upset Amanda Huber, that's that's the big takeaway here on this. Um, obviously, uh, sadly widowed um, and still very much dealing with the, the, the passing of her husband. Um, so it, it's whatever it is, it's upset her and that's not cool. Um, wh- whether we, the details on how close uh, Samarito Sokolisto and, and Brody were, that's not for us to know, I guess. But that's the story that's coming out that just adds a bit more context to why Samarito Sol was maybe getting some um, getting some beef on, on Twitter. I don't know if beef's the right word. Um, but it, it, moving over to big, beefy people battling each other. The Survivor Series, there is the Survivor Series. It's crazy. It's like, where's the build been for Survivor Series? There's been pretty much nothing, it feels like. Um, but yesterday, WWE announced on, what was it? Uh, was it Twitter? Was it Instagram? Either way, so one of their social media channels, it might even have been on, on the bump, but they announced the Survivor Series team because there are going to be team versus team matches, Raw versus SmackDown on Survivor Series, of course. And it just it feels like Survivor Series feels like such an afterthought. It was only in reading this story that I realised that Survivor Series is two weekends away, two weeks away, the 21st November from the Brooklyn, uh, the Barclays Centre in Brooklyn. And it's like, it just feels like there's been so, so much, I don't know, so minimal build or, or anything to do with Survivor Series, really. But we are kind of going to run through the teams rather than just waffling. I do have a habit to waffle. I'm, I apologise for that wholeheartedly. Um, but yeah, Team Raw, the men's team, is going to be Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens and Ray and Dominic Mysterio. And they're going to be taking on Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, Xavier Woods, Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin, King Corbin, whatever you want to call him, Happy Corbin. Uh, and then there's the, the Raw women's team is Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella and Zelina Vega going against SmackDown, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi Blackheart, who I think is just known as Shotzi these days. I think they dropped the Blackheart. Natalia and Aaliyah. Um, so they're the teams for SmackDown. I mean, they've not announced these matches yet, but you'd imagine we're going to get Big E and Roman Reigns, uh, maybe Damien Priest, Shinsuke Nakamura, Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Uh, and RK Bro and the Usos, I guess it would be in the, the tag team. Uh, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's shaping up to be an alright card. It's an okay card, but it just feels like this event. It just feels like it's there for the sake of being there. The WWE aren't that bothered about promoting it. It's just an event that's going to happen. Uh, I think Big E and Roman Reigns, if that, the, I mean, we've got two weeks to build these matches now, but I think if Big E and Roman Reigns does happen, which I, I'm pretty sure it will do, that could be really special if 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 it was handled in the right way, if it was built in the right way. As it stands, we're two weeks out from Survivor Series and this just feels like any other generic B, C-level pay-per-view. So hopefully WWE does something to surprise us. For me, if I'm looking at that, the only thing that jumps out to me is I want the the women's team match, I want it just to be Shayna Baszler dominating everybody and standing tall at the end. That's all I ask from Survivor Series. I'm an easy man to please. Give me Shayna Baszler being a beast. A quick uh, couple of questions here to wrap up on the Soul Sunday News. I don't want to take up too much of your time. And the first one comes in from Mark. Mark Solid, how are you doing, Mark? Uh, more than Andrew. Morning, Mark. Uh, thoughts on trying another Nexus with the massive call-ups with NXT 2.0? And if so, who would you put in the group? Uh, as always, Mark, thanks for the dog picture. I always appreciate dog pictures. The dog's looking very nice and very happy. Um, I think this is a really interesting one. I, to me, I, I think there's certain people in NXT right now, not necessarily in the, the 2.0 mode, but there's certain people in NXT right now where you look at the main roster and you think if they go to the main roster to Raw or to SmackDown, it, it, they're just going to, despite their talent, it's not going to work. 
Um, whether it's a case of Vince is going to look at him and go, God, man, what, he's like five foot seven, <laughs> doing nothing with him. Um, I, I, I think there's lots of people who, if they went on their own to Raw SmackDown, it wouldn't go well. But I think that if you put them as a collective and you had them debut together, I think it could work really well. Um, so for me, if I'm pulling out, say, well, seven people was it the original Nexus, I think. So I'd go, I'd go with Johnny Gargano, I'd go with Tommaso Ciampa, I'd go with Kyle O'Reilly, I'd go with Pete Dunne. Um, I'd go with Raquel Gonzalez, maybe, if you, if you want a female in the group as well, and she is a badass ass kicker. Uh, maybe you include Rich Holland with that. I know he's already been called up to SmackDown, um, but I think maybe you include Rich Holland as that as like the enforcer, the beef. And then that's six people. Braun Breaker, Rex Steiner. I'd go with uh, I'd go with him maybe because I, I don't know. I think it's too fair. I think he'll stay in NXT for a little while and, and eventually become the face of NXT for a bit before then being called to Raw or SmackDown. But I, I, I don't know. Just me. I'd like to think if you're going to do another Nexus, you have maybe like a younger guy, and that would be the younger guy. And the dudes, he, he seems so talented already. Just naturally, he's very rough around the edges, but you just know it's like there's something there natural natural talent natural charisma um and the fact he's how strong he is that's something you can't teach is that legit strength so yeah that's that's my group i go champa i go gargano i go Kyle riley pete dunn raquel gonzalez rich holland and brom breaker hopefully that'd be kind of cool i i feel like it's a bit like on the disputed era is my logic with this where you always thought if they broke on the disputed era up i we had the feeling that if any of those guys got called up individually to raw smackdown they wouldn't fare too well but if they went up together as that group and just caused hell on raw smackdown or both then it could work really well and they could be established as his force but as it was on the disputed era broke up adam cole was no longer with the company bobby fish no longer with the company kyle o'reilly's doing whatever he's doing with von wagner and then you've got roddy in diamond mine so yeah um but yeah next question we've got here uh thanks for one mark uh dustin sensenig i hope i'm pronouncing that on uh, that name right uh, dustin apologies if i have not and i've totally butchered it um i know you guys at times watch all three we brands because you have to <laughs> but what if anything would make you stop watching any of those man that's a that's a, that's a great question um I, this is something i've pondered so many times over the years because it's like you the product itself is just uh, raw in particular smackdown is i uh, can is most weeks pretty decent to be fair nxt 2.0 jesus uh, that's that's a that's a that's a tough watch um these days which is sad compared to like how good nxt was at one point in time and that was like the go-to wrestling show for me um i you know as bad as this sounds and this is like almost like me enabling wwe to churn out like crap every week it's like i don't i don't think i'd ever stop watching it's sad it's really sad i'm gonna have like a, a come to jesus meeting here it's almost like a sense of stockholm syndrome i think where you don't want it. It's like, I, I mean, I've been watching WWE for like, what, uh, not quite 30 years, but not far off. Like I've been watching since like uh, 1990-ish, round about then. Um, so it's like, this is like a, a part of my viewing habits every week was when I could get access to it as a kid, it'd be raw, uh, which wasn't every week because uh, didn't have Sky then at that point in time. And then you get it on like German TV. And anyway, long story short, um, it's like it's part of my weekly habits it's part of our weekly habits as well as obviously we cover this for for our jobs for a living is that we have to watch raw smackdown and, and nxt and AEW. and i mean i i watch impact all the time uh, i watch rh as much as i can but that's awful news about rh um I, I watch the nwa every week so it's like but in terms of wwe um my, my viewing habits is watching that it's like it's it is like stockholm syndrome where you 
you feel like you can't not watch it because there's this slither of hope. You can watch Raw last week and it's like, God, that was horrendous. I really don't want to watch this again. But there's always that like, maybe it's me being an optimist, uh, but there's there's like always a slither of hope that maybe this week, maybe this week is the week that they, they turn it around. Maybe this week is the good Raw. Maybe this week is the amazing SmackDown. Maybe this is the week where NXT 2.0 clicks for me. Uh, and so there's always that slither of hope. So yeah, as sad as it sounds, I don't think, I don't know what could stop us watching, stop me watching anyway. Um, I mean, there's uh, there's outside factors away from the product. Um, there's some of the, obviously the, the business dealings with Saudi Arabia, but leaves a bad taste in the mouth um, with those shows, uh, but that's been covered to death, so I won't go into that too much. Um, then there's, the, you see the, the real, obviously stuff like the the, re, the releases that they keep making, The I think it's like 71 this year. I, th- I think it was 71, apologies if that's not correct, but obviously another 18 last week that it's like jesus man this company it's but they they know that they've got us they know that they've got a core group of people that tune in regardless um whether that's for work or whether for pleasure which it's normally not pleasure um so yeah it's it's a tough one um i just i yeah i i, I don't know I, I i honestly i'm going around in circles here dustin and i'm starting to ramble which i know is going to make people in the comments probably very angry um so yeah i'm just gonna say like nothing uh which is really sad i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna spend the rest of my sunday evaluating or reevaluating my life my viewing habits but it's this it is a sense of stockholm syndrome i think that you just keep tuning in um also that it is that slither of hope there's always hope that this is going to be good that this things are going to change um, things though and we all like idiots so anyway thanks for those questions sorry if i've gone on there i really have gone on it. um but yeah this has been the solo sunday news myself andrew Pollard. be sure to follow us at what culture wwe follow me if you want at culture left peg i can't i, I can't promise it's going to be interesting but you can come give me a follow if you want um and yeah just be sure to have a good rest of your sunday whatever you do if you've got big plans you've got no plans i hope those plans go well and that you have the best sunday possible thanks again for tuning in and i will catch you next weekend Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.